Welcome to the Banking with Life Q&A series. I'm your host, James Nethery, and this is where I answer your questions concerning the infinite banking concept. Let's get started. The more I reread Nelson's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, the more I see things I missed the first time. The arrival syndrome had me. Well, Matthew, thanks for sharing that. Very common. I know that um, I hosted Nelson personally in Texas over 30 times when I had the opportunity to spend 15 years with him. And the reason I did that was not only for our clients and our potential clients, I learned something myself every time. You know, I used to sit in the back of the room, take copious notes, and I have notes and notes and notes. So you would think the gentleman covering material in six and a half hours is going to cover the same material every time. Not so. Um, as a matter of fact, the six and a half hour DVD series that is available is missing you know, about two and a half to three hours of content that only Nelson could deliver. And I wish everyone listening and watching could have had the opportunity to meet the man and hear him live. Since you may not have, you do have the opportunity to buy his six and a half hour DVD series. Um, and you can get that at our website, bankingwithlife.com, going to the store. And then you can even get a discount if you email or call my office. We'll give you a discount code. It saves about 20% on that DVD series. In this question, I love this question. Thanks for asking it because that gives me the opportunity to answer. The question is, James, are you accepting new clients? Well, of course we are. And I practice in all 50 states of the U.S., some U.S. territories, and we refer to our colleagues if you're in Canada. So thanks again for asking. All right, quick question. This question, quick question. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Um, let's see. I listen to your podcast weekly when I do the yard. And it's oh so good. Thank you. At about the 22nd minute mark, you said you should have wrote a premium check first by paying the family member. And I've had the same epiphany. But then my old self retorts back saying you would have to pay it back. So it's like you have to come up with $2 for every one that you take or borrow. One to pay the premium and then borrow another dollar to pay it down. What principle am I missing here? I get brain damage every time I think about it. Could you share in, a, in an episode sometime, use an example like a car tax payment, something that doesn't have a cash flow? Thanks for making my summer yard work a breeze. Well, thank you, Wing, for sharing and asking that question. And I want to clarify, um, when I, I spoke of Uncle Guido, I'm pretty sure that I was um, out in the parking lot. My dad is, my dad was in a facility on hospice. It was close to, it was in April. And I'm outside writing a check to Uncle Guido, the IRS. I was writing a check to Uncle Guido. And so I love this question because I get to clarify who Uncle Guido is. Um, and it dawned on me, and I was about four or five years into practicing the infinite banking concept. I had already financed credit cards, some dental, some medical deductibles, some um, automobiles, and 
and things like that. And here I thought that, I mean, I'm knocking it out of the park, right? And I'm writing a check to Uncle Guido that could choke a mule. And it dawned on me that it's like, oh my gosh, this should have been a premium payment first. And I'm four or five years into it. I had the opportunity to read the book. I've talked about it. I spent a lot of time with Nelson. Um, and I thought I was a sharper, you know, I thought I was sharper than that. And, and, I, and I've equated it many times to, you know, a man shaving his face every day for four or five years. And all of a sudden in the fourth or fifth year, you see the nose on your face. It was there the whole time and you didn't see it. So um, it was an epiphany for me. Um, and it's very natural, very natural to think that, okay, I've got to pay a premium. Yep. And then when I borrow, I have to make a loan repayment. Yep. So you should be saving money somewhere. You should be accumulating money for the future. Where is that? I don't know, but you should consider maybe that cash flow, that savings, that cash flow should be a life insurance premium. So I can build capital because um, I'm going to use it in the future, right? Now, if I have access to that capital contractually, I can collateralize that cash value. That's no different than I'm saving for retirement with one cash flow, and then I go buy a car with another cash flow. And then I go buy a house, I go pay for education, college, medical deductibles, or whatever, credit cards. There's two cash flows anyway. You're saving money somewhere. If you're not, you should be. And if you can't, then it's a moot point. If you cannot save money, if you do not have the discipline to save money, this is not going to help you. Okay, so you should have the discipline to save money. That's one cash flow. Now, if you're going to buy a car or everything that you purchase, you're going to finance. And I'm not talking about running grocery money through your life insurance policy. And neither did Nelson. Okay, so if I go buy a car, I'm going to borrow money from the third party lender to finance that car. And then they're going to require the loan repayment. Another cash flow. Right, so there's always two cash flows and I get it. The carnal mind's like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. There's no smoke and mirrors here. Now, if I get into a bind, right, I can lower a premium or I can lower a loan repayment because I control that. Well, if I'm not controlling the banking function and I'm putting money up somewhere in savings and, and, and I'm financing something, the third party lenders dictating to me what my loan repayment is. You know, they're not... I don't have the ability to say, oh, I'm going to skip payments for six. I'm going to make interest only payments for a year, right? They're going to tell me how I'm going to pay it back and when I'm going to pay it back, right? So then it would force me to, I've got to reduce my savings cash flow, right? Because the lender, the third party lender has more priority. Why? Because they're controlling the banking function. So I digress a little, but we're talking about two cash flows. And if your policy is structured correctly, or you have um, a greater understanding from just a basic understanding of the infinite banking concept, I mean, if you work with a competent advisor or agent, you, you will be able to maintain control of your policies and your loans. And if not, um, you know, whomever you're working with is either not competent or you don't have discipline or both. Okay. All right, so you're not missing anything here. You're just working through the uh, paradigm shift in thinking that's required, and it's okay. Um, so, but yes, I can go further 
into these examples of automobile payments and taxes in the future. We're working on them currently. We've been working on them. Uh, don't want to throw carrots out there, but um, here this is a uh, we're still in the first quarter of 2021. We have we're beta testing now our client only access. So in short order, it's going to be up and ready to go. And you, sir, are our client. So you're going to have access to these things that you ask about. So thank you. In this question, James, I notice you're always wearing different lapel pins on your jacket. What do they mean? Well, I've only wore two lapel pins on the podcast and the episodes. Um, the one I'm currently wearing is the original logo of the infinite banking concepts given to me personally by Nelson Nash. The other lapel pin that I have worn is the current logo of the Nelson Nash Institute, also given to me by Nelson Nash. So those are the two lapel pins. Thank you for asking. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to answer that. Here's an email. Um, your videos are of so much help. Thank you for that. You're welcome and thank you for that acknowledgement. I am self-employed and my business is real estate ownership. I see great value in whole life insurance for cash value and of course, death benefit. I've been working with an old friend in the insurance industry to structure a policy. It seems that I am more educated in the banking concept than they are. They have provided me with several illustrations with the latest version most closely resembling what is discussed in your videos. I can't help but wonder if I'm getting the best product. Before I sign and buy, I'm also figuring commissions may, be, may play a role in this as well. Um, do you provide consultations for review of these proposals that I've received? I'm also not sure if you sell policies yourself in my state. Simply put, <clears throat> I'm just looking for some final answers before I move forward, securing my first policy. Any help is life changing. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you, Robert. Listen, um, very typical you know, I have a friend or a local agent or advisor and they don't know anything about the infinite banking concept. That's very typical. And you should not be in a position, in my opinion, you should not be in a position where you're educating your professionals. I'm not going to go hire an attorney and try to educate him on the law. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to go to a CPA and educate him on the tax code. I'm not going to go to a doctor and educate him on medicine. I'm not going to go to a life insurance agent and educate him on life insurance. I'm not going to go to an investment advisor and, 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 and educate them on investments. I mean, that just doesn't make sense to me. Um, does that mean that your guy's a bad guy or doesn't know? No. Um, and I think, too, that uh, there's some buyer's remorse, maybe, or some, you know, uh, pressure, some anxiety. You know, when it comes time to write a check, that separates the men from the boys, right? Yeah, it's time to pony up and write a check. I get it. So these second thoughts are natural. Um, do I provide a service? No, I provide service to my clients, right? So in the client process, you know, we we um, we go through a lot of different illustrations and different scenarios. You know, I'm not going to armchair quarterback any 
um, life insurance agent. Now, does that mean I would I look at your illustrations? You know, possibly. If you'll engage my office, you want to call and email me, um, which you did here, and so I appreciate that. You know, we can consider that. But I'm not. I'm not going to armchair quarterback. If you've made the decision to move forward with somebody, by all means, move forward with them. Um, and then. Um, I would say that, you know, we're, I practice in all 50 states of North America, and um, I refer to my colleagues in Canada, and then there are some U.S. territories that we also practice in. There's every situation is unique when there's U.S. territories or outside the continental United States. Um, so my encouragement to you, if you want to educate a financial professional, with the infinite banking concept they need to read nelson nash's book becoming your own banker and they need to read his second book building your warehouse of wealth i would encourage them to watch the dvd banking with life and then i would encourage them to even watch nelson's six and a half hour seminar that's where the education begins it does not begin with you in my opinion educating a professional i hope that is clear and, uh, and and is comprehensive for you, okay? Thanks for asking. <clears throat> okay, and this question: When is your next seminar? You know, as soon as we can put it together, all of these lockdowns from these narrow-minded politicians, um, you know, is kind of problematic or it's hindered us. We the last seminar that we had put together, the venue closed so the venues are limiting on how many people can get together but i don't know florida's looking pretty open but here we are in 2021 so the future is completely unknown we all may be wearing masks for the first hundred days and can't get out of our house and force vaccination i don't know to directly answer your question the next seminar we put together will be as soon as we can put it together with um some kind of uh um, expectancy that we can actually hold it all right um, okay thanks for asking do we have access to everything for a policy like if it were an online bank account you have access to an awful lot of information but it is not an online bank account these life insurance companies are getting into the 21st century you can do an awful lot of uh, policy management premium payments, loan repayments, requesting loans, repayment of loans. You can do an awful lot of that online, depending on the company. Some are more advanced than others. But yeah, you have access to probably more than, well, yes, you have access to an awful lot of information of your policy. Is it possible to start a policy on other family members um, like children, for instance, or a nephew or a newborn child? The short answer is yes, there must be insurable interest whenever you start policies or purchase policies on other people. And so there is an insurable interest that parents have in children, that children have in parents. There's potentially insurable interest on nieces and nephews, um, and, the, and the same is with a newborn child. So the short answer is yes, but they're, look, life insurance, all insurance is a replacement of a loss, okay? So if you lose, if, if your niece or nephew graduates, what is the loss to you? So it's, 
you know, there has to be an insurable interest and it's typically limited when you're buying policies on other people, it's limited. It's even limited on ourselves. You know, we, we can, we all only have so much insurability, right? It is based on income and age, right? Or net worth. So the short answer is yes, but there are limitations on how much insurance you can own and how much insurance you can purchase on other people. Thank you for listening. If you have a question that you would like an answer to, email me at james at bankingwithlife.com. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.